Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong GM and writer. At our table today is... Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. My name's TJ, and I play Kirith O'Dell. I'm Riley, I play Grimlock C. Sprite. Previously on AdLib Heroes, <laughs> Olivia, Grimlock, and Kirith tricked the guards in Chateau de Soldat to allow people to flee the city before Seth Bajoff's Knoll army arrived. They then teleported to Ralu and arranged a meeting with Leo Augustine, the king's wizard, to warn him of the Red Dragon's approach. Now let's get back to the action. So you had sent a letter making arrangements that you would go speak with Leo Augustine, I assume, in the evening. Another thing that you had found when you got to the city is there were a bunch of wanted posters about Nalia, who, with our new Lord changes, is now from the Dreamlands instead of the Feywild, that were accusing her of being a succubus. And when you saw those wanted posters, it was obviously her face with, like, horns drawn. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to do or prepare before you have your meeting with Leo Augustine? Uh, I wanted to go see Narthus. Okay. Um, and then run around and do some fencing and some shopping. Okay. I'm trying to remember, have I attuned with the Sunset Caption and Stone? Uh, you have the option to do it now. Okay, I'd like to do it. Okay. Grimlock, you are sitting cross-legged on the floor holding the stone, which again is a little tablet that shows the sun slowly moving across the sky. You stare at it for a little bit and you start breathing in deeply, bringing yourself in line with this magical item, as you've done with several other magic items. But as you're looking at it, the sun gets brighter and brighter and brighter, and it feels like it's burning your eyes out from the inside. Your whole skull is on fire. And you start to scream. Anyone looking at him sees sunlight bursting from his mouth as he screams. And you take uh, you take twenty one psychic damage. Okay, yikers! Uh, I'm not gonna scream into the mic, but let me let it be known. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's Grimlock's ouch sound. Yeah. No. <sighs> and then. Big old headaches. Like, right after that, if anyone was, like, in the room with me, they'd see me do the tense right up and just, uh, like, <laughs> and hold the body and heal it back up kind of thing. Okay, track that you use that. Yeah. And then breathing exercises until I can actually return to normal. <laughs> and Libby, what is your plan? Uh, I just need to prep to have dinner with these guys, but they liked me anyways, so I'll just, like, follow Kirith around if he's doing fun stuff. Okay. Uh, Alright. So, Kirith, <laughs> yeah. you head to the window 
the spider first of all. Yep. You walk in, you know, this is like, ah, not dead yet. <laughs> Working on it. You know, Every day. Never gonna win this time, too. Every day is a little bit closer. So close. I reach in and, like, pull out a little pouch I had prepared for him. It has the anti spider charm in it. Maybe. Well, you didn't have to do that. Uh, if you. Now, I know you hate spiders. Yeah, it's disgusting. This is magic. If you hold it up, say the magic word, Baru, they'll leave. Oh. Yeah. That's awesome. Worked on some great big ones that we ran into. Like the size that I can turn into. Oh, like, like, like 500 pound spiders? Yeah. Yeah, we don't have those here. I know. I know. That's I'm why I don't some, leave. I'm saying that it will work on the little ones. Guaranteed. Good. Good. You know what else works on the little one? My spell, cast boot. <laughs> I take yeah. my boot off and I cast it across the room with a uh, manly war cry and not a high pitched scream. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've witnessed it. Yeah. And uh, also, the pouch has uh, 75 platinum. So he's looking at it, like, these are cool. And then he, like, takes one and like, he bites it and realizes, like, it's actual platinum. He's like, oh, man. Uh, this is too much. He went, I, I have a debt I can never repay. You know what? I'm just going to open a tab here if, say, Kerrigan comes by and wants a snack. Sure. Ruby is like reaching over the bar for some wine. <laughs> Just by instinct, he slaps your hand because that's the way that people around you need to be treated. <laughs> can, can I be on? I helped. I brushed a demon's hair. Why? <laughs> it was helping. She was trying to trick it into liking her. Did it work? No, I tried to eat yeah, her. It hurt me. For me, bad sauce. Yeah, yeah. Demons will do that. All right. I I'm say as if I could ever encounter yeah. a demon before that. <laughs> Here's your eight thirty in the morning wine. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I just drink it out of politeness. Yeah, it is the cheapest of wine. Like it's, it's it's the stuff you can pull out of the counter at the moonless fire. It is not high quality wine. It's in a bag. Yeah. I bet that for my good friend Boone. No. It's Boone's wine. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, I gotta do some running around and sell some things that. Well, I mean, we didn't illegally get them. We got them out of a tomb. Yeah, this this type of te- stealing is called treasure hunting. But I think yeah, it's, it's archaeology. Still be, it's still gonna be hard to find someone who wants to buy the, that circlet. You're just preserving uh, dark elf culture by bringing it back. They didn't know how to look after it. <laughs> I'm gonna go to a <laughs> And so I'll just yeah, there was a platinum circuit circuit worth two thousand gold. So you're going to the fences you've dealt with in the past? Probably. I mean, like this is my city. I yeah, know. I probably. I know a guy who sells really weird, really expensive shit. Jim Bach. <laughs> Or Timbok. He has a craft store here, but he uses only, like, high-level... It's where I got this glitter and these golden macaronis. I was gonna ask, is this the golden macaroni guy? Sounds pretty... Sounds like the real deal. He would probably have some use for this. You wanna go to my fence? I don't even know what a fence is. Or just a jewelry... Like, 
a jeweler of some kind. Or do we want to give that to Leo? I was going to use... That's so much money. Yeah. We might be able to kill two birds with one stone. We could ask Leo both to warn everybody about what's actually happening and also indicate that the Demarks have gone a little wacko and maybe are accusing people like... And you think giving him a present will help that? Yeah, he's a little vain. Wait, can I roll an insight to know what would help us get Leo on our side? Of course. Inside. Thirteen. Thirteen. So, one of the things you remember is the one interaction you've had with Leo. He hated Natalie. Mm. So, he's she's already injured his pride. Yeah, that's true. She, he is probably not someone you can convince that she, like, he probably wants her out of the city. We could just go south because I assume we can convince him to do what's the best for there, people. That there is a dragon coming and sh- and a refugee crisis coming. Yeah. <laughs> Good because uh, I guess I don't need that money to buy my spell components, but I, it'll help. <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Do those. Yeah, or to her high fancy. So you can take it to a fence. Now, remember, the thing about a fence is they buy something from you like it's like a pawn shop. Right. They give you the money that you can get today because they have to keep it and find the buyer so they yeah. don't give you what it's worth. Right. So, I don't um, City Streets just lets me, City Secrets just lets me move through the city fast. Like, it makes sense you know where to find a fence. It's just... Yeah. The fences are going to get you though. So let's try your fancy man. Okay. Okay. So you head to the jewelry store on the edge of the inner city? Yeah. Okay. Oh, hi. Welcome. Uh, hey. Uh, do you remember me? Sound like Jordan Peterson. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you only gone for like three weeks. Yeah. Um, I have some, we have something very cool and very rare. Here, show me. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to show me, like, a jeweled hand turkey. Oh, no. A hand turkey? Yeah, I don't. I trace your hand, and then you draw it as a turkey. And then it becomes a turkey. She's in a weird craft. (laughs) Would you like to purchase this? Ooh, uh, may I? And he, like, holds out his hands, and pass it down to him. Pulls out some jeweler's loops, and this little gnome is standing on a stool on the counter looking at it, and he's like, this is this is really old. Sure is. There's no maker's mark on this. Oh, it's me. No, you're you're tuning to a magic item. <laughs> you're glowing like the sun is burning and stuff. Hmm. Where'd you get this? It's fabled to have fallen from the sky, from the head of the god. You owe me a performance check. <laughs> I have the actor. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. help the hair. You're not pretending to be someone else. Twenty. Twenty. Hmm. Alright. We found it in a lost drow city in the Assured Badlands. Hmm. So are you looking to part with it today or did you want me to put it up at auction? You guys think we're gonna be here very long? 
to carry that much gold? I trust her to put the right person in charge of it, which is probably herself, but... Okay. <laughs> I was just thinking, can a child carry 1,500 gold? Like that's, It's oh. going to be more than that. Oh, yeah. Fair. Great. And now back to the lowers to go talk to my weird potion dealers. Yeah. <laughs> they just smell weird. <laughs> yeah, so you head into... The potion shop you head into. Um, this is where I was running around all night before getting the purple liquid so we could yeah. use the hag teleporting. But as we are looking at changing systems, yep. uh, while we aren't there yet, I love Pathfinder Goblins and I love the Alchemist class. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We hadn't named the... I mean, at the, yeah, no, we hadn't. And at this point, there's already a kobold living in this city. Of course, like, sure. Yeah. So... You head into Snarl's Apocryphary, and it is uh, shelves wall to wall, like completely packed with all kinds of things that you can't quite identify. There's a bit of a gross smell coming off of here. It is very, very tight. And then in a back corner wearing a leather aviator's cap, uh, there is a big round-faced goblin who is very carefully like putting like taking uh what do you call it when you put up your finger over the end of a tube to titrate titrating oh. one liquid into another and every time he does the liquid steams a little and, and burbles up and so snarl says to you just a minute <laughs> And then it starts to really bubble up, and he quickly puts a cork on it. He's like, what can... Ooh! Hey, Kirith! Hey, so this one's pretty expensive. It might, uh... Might... Uh, I trust you have some stuff. Um, I start rattling off the oils and conduits okay. I need for... I need Phoenix Down and Rat Tail Oil and, like, all the stuff that I need to mix together to for a reincarnation spell. You list off your list of ingredients, yeah. and he starts, like, as you start going, he starts making notes, and he's like, oh, this is, uh, that's going to run you off a fair bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I've, so, been, I've been doing some real adventuring lately. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so how are you planning to pay for it? With platinum pieces. Can I see them? Do you have all the things? Uh, so he starts putting them on the counter. 
and I start counting out in yeah. piles of 10 to till I get to 100 platinum. Yes. And so, like, there's this very tense moment as he's, like, finally bringing out the, like, purified phoenix feather oil. It's the, like, last 15 platinum. And so he has everything you need. You have all the money, and neither of you believe the other. <laughs> I leave off. Yeah. I, I see the things. I think the coins on the counter and just start picking them. And he just grabs the coins as quickly as possible. Yeah. As always, nice doing business with you, Snarl. Yeah, I'm getting drunk tonight. <laughs> you get drunk every night, Snarl. <laughs> yeah. But this time, I don't have to make the liquor myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to, but... <laughs> What, I'm gonna waste good coin on liquor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, makes the strongest moonshine in the city. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I don't know if that dwarf bar that Vermont took me to was. Uh, no, if Snarl's, li- if Snarl's moonshine doesn't kill a rat, it's not done. <laughs> like I lower a rat over it, and if the rat survives, it's not done. Yeah, I think this legally isn't. For sale. I think it's poison. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I love it. I might be blind. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can smell the coins. <laughs> okay. Pleasure doing business with you. I like get them all wrapped up safe and get them away. Alright. Is that everything? Yeah, that's all I need to do. Alright, let's go. See how Grimlock's nap went prep <laughs> for tonight. I mean, actually, yeah, if you want to head back there. Okay. Uh, do I have time to also do my stuff after doing all that? Or yes. Cool. This is so typical. I, I have a nice little nap to do it. You're going to do it in like an alley, squat <laughs> it over a can. <laughs> Oh, I had to go out and get rat tails. How was the trailer park, Teach? <laughs> Kirith. All those mullets. <laughs> Where do you do your Old Jerry? Yeah. Yeah. So you head back to your... To Chateau You head back to Chateau Dodel. There's smoke coming out of the makeshift chimney. Oh, sneak up. Okay. Oh, Jerry's getting clever. Uh, I'll sneak up first. Try to look through the hole in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sneak up as an elf? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 23. 23? So yeah, you sneak up on the roof and you peek inside. There is an old woman inside with a Chip overhead, big apron. She's stirring a big pot over the stove, and it has a very bitter smell coming off of it. Hmm. This is either just an old lady who decided this is an empty house, and she got flavor, which I'm sure I'm hardly here, or <laughs> the hags figured out where my house is. Either way, I don't want any part of this. Okay. I'm inherently <laughs> incurious. Yeah. You look inside. Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go do it in a room at Arthas's. 
and I decided I need to rent a room for an hour. All right. Nah, nah the rest of the afternoon, never mind. <laughs> well, you got a little left on your task, <laughs> so you had you a key. <laughs> All right. Because I also don't want to do this around people. Because I don't want them asking. But I, I mean, yeah. at this point, it's going to be like, where do you keep disappearing to? <laughs> <laughs> no, because you've done that the whole time you've been going. <laughs> so, you sit down and you hold out this big purple stone that crackles with electricity. And it takes kind of both your hands to hold it. Mm-hmm. Thinking deep into it, you can feel it kind of like forcing up your arms. And it's moving through you and everything's feeling a little more alive, a little faster. And as it starts to reach, like it goes up your arms, down your chest, and down through your stomach, and down through your legs. And as it starts to rise up your neck and in your head, lightning strikes through the window of the engine. Out of a clear sky. Out of a clear sky. (laughs) Yeah. And then you're attuned. I don't take damage. You do not take damage as lightning strikes you. But you can hear like people on the street being like, what the hell was that? Yeah, Did lightning just strike that window? It's like, where did it come from? <laughs> I'm not asking any questions. Yeah. <laughs> Go downstairs and put a couple of gold pieces on the counter. Just like, uh, what, what, one of your windows broke. <laughs> you need to calm down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, have a great night. <laughs> okay. And then you head back to uh, Valentine's? Yep. Meet back up with everyone. And- okay. Yeah, these guys take most of the afternoon to a tune, then I'll um, take the 300 gold and silverware and sort into what looks like a reasonable set. Yeah. See if I can trade some of the non-set pieces for like a nice ornate wooden box to put it in. I, can I turn the 300 gold piece silverware set into one instead of looking like what crap I stole? Okay. Uh, roll me a... So do you have any crafting skills that... No. Okay. I have jackpot trades, but... Okay. So you, that means you get half your proficiency bonus, and I feel like this is an intelligence check. Okay. Uh, what's a proficiency at mine? Four. Four? So two. So you kind of gussy up the set a little bit, make it all like look more presentable, and it is now. So it was worth three hundred, right? Yeah, it was three hundred like random yeah. pieces. So I'm okay, okay. With so it's now worth four hundred. Okay, because you again made it more presentable, and basically you're willing to lie about it. Mm-hmm. But you keep all the pieces that actually match and put it in a nice case so that it looks like this was not. Like you shoveled into a sack, but like you <laughs> a well kept case. Yeah. Peace. Um, cool. And then I'll just make sure I'm all bathed and nice for tonight. Okay. So yeah, you go and you find like a public bathhouse where you can then just like. Yep. Yeah. Get hair all did it. Yeah, you probably spend about one gold doing that. It gets made up. Looking presentable to head to the quarter you want to head to. Yeah. Because again, like you probably need like your nails done and your hair done. You need to buy stuff that you don't have on. And I 
need a new brush set because I threw out the ones that I used. Oh, you don't want to keep the ones that no. you used? Why can I remember? You said no. Yeah. You said yeah. No, thank you. I left that there. <laughs> um, also, while we have, like, for the first time in a while, an afternoon off and, like, made all of our necessary purchases, I'll split up the money from the drow thing so each of you get 80 platinum and 150 electro. You know, after I bought some things. <laughs> Sorry, was 80 or something? 80 platinum, 150 electrum. Cool. And do I have time to also have a spot day? Yeah. I'll, I'll go and grab you for spot day. Cool. So yeah, it's like one gold. Nice. I feel like you're saying... Sp- spaghetti day? <laughs> Trying to take me for a spaghetti day? No, we'll do a spot day. Yeah. A spot day, bro. And a spot day. Can I have spaghetti still? Oh, you gotta have it first. <laughs> you don't want to get you don't want to get the sauce in your whiskers. No, I'm absolutely not going. <laughs> I'm busy getting struck by lightning. <laughs> like I feel like Grimlock gets his beard professionally braided. Oh yeah, yeah. and you've got your fancy clothes from the tournament. Yep. So yeah, you like get those clean. Yeah. And like I'm picturing the bathhouse being like like Wild West, like the big side by side tubs. Yeah. Yeah, like a giant barrel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. So that it can be heated a little bit too. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, you guys are then meeting up before you head around dinner to mm-hmm. Shea Augustine. Yeah. And. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah. You don't show up. No, I know he's just, just waiting. Yeah, I'm just waiting for you guys. Yeah. Will you let? He's me he's sitting there with Terrigan, who is telling him the way that a small child tells you about what their days have been like. So all these sorts. And then I saw a guy on a horse, and the guy fell off the horse, and everybody laughed, and I felt a little bad, but I wanted to laugh too, so I didn't know what to do. Well, what did you do? I just kind of sat there quiet. Did he look like a rich guy? No, he looked normal. Like, he looked like a guy. Well, that's fair. But he wasn't her bad, so I think it was funny. If he wasn't her bad, it was probably funny. Yeah. Did his pants get all dirty? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right in the bum. Yeah. <laughs> I should have laughed at Peak him. humor. <laughs> Yeah, and then, then we had hazelnut pastries, and Mom got mad at me for adding sugar to them, but like they were kind of just like, good, good. <laughs> they need it. Oh, yeah, then speaking of your mom, I will let her know that there's going to be a big, a large sum coming through you guys to go to Narthus. Keep whatever you want from it. Narthus can keep whatever he wants from it. We made a lot okay. in that. Okay, so we'll hold on to that for you. Um, Fine. I feel the need to spend any of it. You are a contributing member of this family, and it is because you are helping this family that I will be taking some money. Sure. Because you have a place here. I get that, and I have more than enough money for me out on the road. Okay. 
this is to set you guys up. Good. The Good. <laughs> Good. Great, then. Why are you making this a fight? <laughs> I didn't make this a fight. I'm going to tell me about your day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we have to go. Mm-hmm. Oh. Are you going to brush your... Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Just never mind. The listeners at home couldn't see um, Kirith glaring. Like, <laughs> the glare was like, I'm, honestly, I'm surprised you couldn't hear it. It was pretty intense. <laughs> so, you head through the downs up to the, like, the very tall, perfect walls of Central Ralu. You head through the gate, and uh, Shay Augustine is, like, three blocks from the road. Uh, as you head there, you can see that there is like a four-story wizard's tower that has been almost entirely consumed by renovations of a mansion that's been built around the traditional wizard's tower. So there was like <laughs> this weird crooked tower, <laughs> and then they built a fancy house, and it, like you can tell that it's been growing over successive king's wizards who <laughs> wanted to live in mansions instead of towers. Is the Dumar? property where we bought the horses around here? Too. It's on the other side of the palace. Yeah. So it is like a 10 minute walk. There's like 15 turrets and they're just picking and choosing from different architecture styles. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing that stands out the most is the old wizard's tower. Like the rest of it mm-hmm. tends to be you can tell, especially you, Grimlock, like the age of the stonework is different, mm. but the style tends to be more consistent for the rest of the house. Mm. Why, doesn't, man, why don't the wizards live in towers anymore? That's about standards. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, when I was a kid and I saw this banner go up, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there are servants in the library, like waiting by the doors as you start approaching. As we're walking up, and you see it's because of the, the middle class is shrinking so only <laughs> there aren't very many towers because no one can afford them. No, this is the wizard. This is, you just wanted more land and more property. It's the king's wizard, right? Like, yeah, but you would have seen more back in the day, back when everyone could afford it. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, we're here. We have a dinner appointment with uh, the Majesty's wizard. Uh, yes, please come this way. Uh, Miss Fortier, Master Seaspray, and Master Odell, I presume? Yes. <laughs> and he bows and he like opens the door and he leads you inside. Bow back and go in. And he leads you into um, a study, like a, a nice room with some, some big chairs. Not a lot of books in here, wood panel walls. There are several drinks set up side table because it's pre dinner drinks. <laughs> and uh, he takes orders quick. Uh, what may, what may I offer you? Wine for me is great. Uh, red or wet? A red, please. Or you some red wine. This is much better than Boone's wine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or snarls, Booch. <laughs> <laughs> That's rat poison. <laughs> I mean, it gets you It gets you messed up. Uh, I'm fine. Uh, just tea, thanks. Tea? Be right back. And he bows and he heads out because they don't have tea at the ready. And so when he comes back, like a few moments later, he's got a very hot cup that he hands you. It's pumping. Yeah. Uh, Master Augustine will be here in just a few moments. 
in this fantasy world, it's not wrong with me to like hand the person present, right? No, it's not. So when Leo Augustine comes in, again, he's wearing like classic blue wizard's robe and like the tall pointed hat. Nice. And he says, um, Welcome back. I was a little surprised to hear that you wish to be with me. Thank you for meeting with us on such short notice, Master Augustine. Yes. Um, we are you going to just go straight to business? Uh, Yes, if that works for you. Yes. Uh, we recently returned from the Oasis in the Asherba. A quick notice roll. All of you can actually roll it. Just perception? perception? Yeah. 26. So, Olivia and Kira, you both watch him with the copper wire ring which you both know exactly what that is because Olivia uses a mm-hmm. copper wire ring. I try to see if he's... A, I try to, like, make out like, what he's whispering. Okay, we'll need another perception check. Or an because I also know he has to yeah. whisper, at least for that spell. I got a four off of one, so I'm... Yeah, <laughs> this is really good tea. <laughs> <laughs> There's, like, a hint of raspberry in it. Uh, 20, that time. 20? So... You watch his mouth move, and he is whispering, uh, we'll be talking in the study, so move from the body. Uh, so, we just got back from the Ashura Badlands, and we did do some treasure hunting there, and I found this beautiful silverware set that I thought was something you may be interested in. It has historical value. So he takes it and he opens it and starts looking through it and he says uh, this is this is quite ancient. Mm-hmm. And he, he's picking it up and he's looking at it and he's like this looks like it's from the dining room of the matriarch. I could give you... It's a present. Present? Yes. And he looks utterly astonished. Want me a quick insight check? Are you being a jerk to me, man? I'm trying to give you presents. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen? He thinks that this is worth a fortune. Mm. He failed his investigation role to figure out the value, so he thinks it's worth way more than it is. <laughs> 300 gold or whatever is a fortune to a lot of people, dick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just... But he thinks it's worth 3,000 gold. It's a present for you. I I felt we made a good connection and I... Why, you got along better with his husband. Yeah. 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 Who, you haven't seen his husband since you Um, Because the tea was so distractingly good, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna scarf it down really quick and go up looking for more. Okay. So, as you head out into the hallway, you see, uh, yeah, you just wander off as he's talking to Olivia. Yeah. In the hallway, you see uh, a man leading uh, four guards towards the entrance of the study. Uh, They are all wearing Juicy Royal Army uniforms, so you're familiar with the uniform. Hmm. Uh, 
as you were a member of the Jusin army, mm-hmm. uh, there are normally like up by the the collar of a person's tabard, the like uh, the cloth you wear over your arm. Most officers have signs of rank. Yeah. You do not recognize the sign of rank that the, the leader of these guys is wearing, hmm. but it looks like it is fancy, like the highest signs of rank you've ever seen. It's just he seems to have a unique rank you haven't come across in your service. Oh. But he looks like he outranks like the captains and the lieutenants and the general. What not general? Sorry, captains, lieutenants, and majors you've ever talked to. He's above them, and it isn't the general's pin because you know what that looks like. He's wearing a unique hmm. I'll instinctively salute him. And he returns the salute and he says, uh, man of service? Uh, former. Hmm. With the crucible now. The crucible? Hmm. What's that? Oh, uh. You get to do your whole pit. Your whole pit. <laughs> What's that? I'm sure he doesn't have time for the full pitch, but I probably would do it anyways. Uh, so it's uh, there's a dojo within within the city here, actually, and they basically just teach people life skills and how to protect themselves and how to master themselves. I see. Yeah, it's a valuable service to the community. Hmm. Where where is this dojo located? Here in town. Like, so he, he starts asking for exact directions. Oh, I would give them to him. Okay. You can roll an insight check if you would like. Mm. Uh, 16. 16? So he's asking because he seems to think the crucible might be dangerous. Hmm, okay. Uh, I would probably send, like, give the directions to, like, a scummy part of town. Just okay. like... Roll me a deception check. Okay. Except he's staring at the jewelry, or sorry, at the silverware and talking to Olivia. Uh, thank you very much. I hope you and your husband can enjoy it. Um, uh, yes, um, yes, I'm, I'm trying to remember the husband's name. You forgot your Victor. husband's name. <laughs> Joey the GM. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, I'll show Victor as soon as he gets back. Oh, where is he? Uh, he's visiting uh, Chateau de Mock. Oh, okay. Um, that's good. Not, not there, not Shade Mark in town, but their actual, the Dorian City. Oh, never been that far north. Hmm, so, north? <laughs> 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 
daughter of a map maker has no clue. <laughs> and you have been there. I know, I'm yeah, a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> I'm a big old liar. What do you want from me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I've never been that far north. Mm. Uh, beautiful plains, herds and herds of horses. Mm. Delightful yeah. dragons. <laughs> I, Say what? <laughs> I'm not sure what you know of of the Badlands and of the. They're sure Badlands. I've I've made some studies. They do represent an ongoing potential danger. Yeah, that's like like now it's happening. That's oh. why we've come so quickly in such haste. What's happened? The Red Dragon, who was meant to be dormant in the volcano, he uh, is awake. The ancient greed god? Yeah, he's awake and has been attacking people in the oasis in... What's the oasis? It's a small... It was a small adventurer outpost so that people could go up. That's why we went for some treasure hunting for things like that. And you you saw this dragon? Yes. Uh, How big would you say it was when you came in? What, like 100 feet? Mm -hmm. 100 feet? At least. Cool. Uh, So it was maybe 50 feet tall then? It fit me in the palm of its hand. Oh, you got that close to it. It picked me up. I'm surprised to see you here. I have feelings mutual. I have studied a lot about what what is possible in the range of movement through places. Yes, I mean, you've traveled beyond this plane. You've been in Greenland. Yes. So, the only way to escape was to escape the plane and come back to oh. warn people. That's some dangerous magic. We're lucky you got in time to actually get the warning. Because that can have a tempo, and he starts going on about how there can be time shifting, but he's saying it in the most obnoxious mathematical way. Anyway, uh, it's not just awake, it's gathering an army, and it's moving. We took one of his lieutenants with us away and got information from the Cobalt. Do you still have it? No. Or, uh, you didn't survive questioning him. They're rather fragile. Sure. <laughs> talk. <laughs> um, so we were hoping to warn everyone. I think the, the Comte of the uh, Chateau de Saldat tried to do the best humanitarian effort he possibly could and let everybody go uh, of his own free will, totally his own idea. Roll me a deception check. Really, a smart guy, a cool guy. <laughs> Just the smartest and the coolest. Just, just the best to hit. 20. He says, uh, so the dragon has, what does the dragon get? Like, he starts asking you for, like, logistical information. Dragon's position, dragon's forces. But, uh, you can only put inside check. Both of us? Yep. I mean, I assume you're so bad. Twenty-one. I have no 18. 
Uh, yeah, he's asking the questions to put together a full and honest report of the situation. Yep. So he, yeah, he wants to know like how big the forces are, what you've seen, and what you're. And he he does constantly ask you like, so did you see this, or is this an estimation based on? Try to give as honest a report as yeah. possible. And like you see that he just as he like pulls out a piece of piece of parchment and he's writing it down. He does put a uh, a K or an O next statement, right. and he does asterisks anything you say you're estimating, right. but he's fully writing it out, and the questions he's asking are the questions you would be hoping he'd ask right. as someone who's worked in military intelligence. Right. And I've done a lot of, I like my whole job was spy and wet work and things, so yeah. like, I can probably guess. Yeah, you're, you're actually able to sometimes, because sometimes he starts to get lost in the shell like so how, do they have enough food how do you know they have enough food how are they and you're like they're gnolls they eat anything yeah <laughs> any meat um we decided to come and give this report to you because i know that sometimes people aren't as logical and we can be ruled by their emotions and unfortunately both Grimok and myself have embarrassed the Dumak family in the recent history. Oh, I plan to take this directly to Rihanna to see. So that is the, the, king. uh, the king's grandson who was running the army that you served. So it's kind of mm-hmm. this, the only military person that might be above Comptonok. Mm-hmm. No, no slight against them, but they seemed very upset with us for leaving out Anastasia. I mean, I'd be upset if you could beat me at magic. This is fair, but she is not solely focused. She... I want to pause you guys in this conversation to go back to Grimlock. Yep. So Grimlock, you wandered up the hallway, you had a conversation with this guy, he seems to think the Crucible is dangerous. Mm, I'm going to, like, backpedal. It, it, it's... Like, it... It's it's a club. It's it's nothing. It's fine. Uh, it's a club where people learn how to perfect their bodies as weapons. No, no, not at all. Okay. And that that was not a lie. Yeah, yeah. he also does not believe you. I would probably get like kind of huffy and like continue insisting. Probably won't hear me. Well, and like when you say something, he's just like, "All right," like he is. He's giving you one-word answers. He, yeah, he's not listening to you. Everything you add, he just says, okay, that's fine. This guy's I understand. This guy's an ass. All right. Uh, do you know which way it is to, to the kitchen? Um, I believe Andy. And he actually says, uh, let me grab. So he turns to one of the guards and he says, go grab a page to help Master c screen. <laughs> you did not give this guy your Hmm. Sorry, what, what was your name? Uh, I'm, I'm Captain Bombell. Captain Bombell. His the sign on his tabard yeah. is not. A, you've seen a bunch of captains in your day. Yeah. You haven't seen captain. His mark doesn't look like a captain's to me. Hmm. Captain. Uh, are you Navy? Uh, no, I'm captain of the city guard. Hmm. Oh, I see. I report directly to Sean and ah. The royal guard, okay. Um, city guard, yes. Hmm. Does that, does that track? Yeah, that tracks. So, 
basically, he's he's a general. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. Uh, he he gets called a captain because he's captain of the city guard. Mm, okay, but he ranks the same as a general. Gotcha. Right. Um, won't take up any more of your time. Uh, so one of the guards comes back and he's there with a page and he's like, uh, "Can you help Master Seaspray find the kitchen?" And they go in there, standing just outside the study, kind of on guard as this guard and this page take you to the kitchen. Hmm. Uh, right. Uh, let's let's go quick. I gotta. I'm missing out on a meeting here. So, yeah, the the page runs down the hall, and the guard keeps pace with however fast you go. Mm. You can outrun anyone here if you feel like it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you had kitchen, there's a motherly woman who says, what are you doing in here? The, did, did you make the tea? Yes. It was fantastic. I need more of it and your recipe if you have it. Uh, of course. And she goes and she pulls the, <laughs> like she's got the, the teapot and she pours more for, for you and then she goes over and she grabs a, uh, like a jar full of leaves, puts some in a wax packet and hands you the tea leaves. Thank you. You're welcome. I have this, uh, I don't know if it's any good or anything, but I've recently found a very old bottle of wine. Uh, no, 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 no. This is, this is just standard hospitality from Master August. Standard hospitality from the Crucible. I'll hand her, hand her the bottle. Uh, I'll make sure Master Augustine gets this. It's for you. I... So that she had to, I cannot accept this. Shame. Right. Uh, thank you. And I'll... Yeah. And yeah, the, the, like, page doesn't come back with you, but the guard is walking kind of, like, a step behind you, watching where you go. Okay. And I'll, I'll just yeah. head back. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Kirith, roll me a notice check as, or sorry, perception. I've been looking at other systems, so I've got at 12. 12? So yeah, you see Grimlock come back into the room and there's people in the hallway, but you don't instantly clock who those people are. Just there's people in the hallway with Grimlock. Okay. As he comes back in, as you are again, you found out that Leo Augustine is going to give this information to the uh, yeah, sorry, not the not the grandson of the king, I had that wrong. The son-in-law um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that's mainly our report. I don't know if you, I, I thought your husband would also be here. You're missing dinner plans or something else. Um, no, we've, uh, we've arranged dinner for you. Uh, there's just one other thing we need to talk about. Okay. Um, so he, uh, twists his ring again. Okay. And then into the room walks a man you recognize Claude Bombels, who, when you were much younger, 40, 50 years ago, he was the meanest guard in the Downs. And whenever a major crime happened, instead of actually looking into it, he'd arrest whoever the loudest, most pertinent troublemaker was and charge them with whatever the major crime was and just work his way down the list on whoever caused the most trouble, you got charged with the next big crime. And so he's like 
pushing retirement age for a human at this point then? He is in, yeah, he's in his mid so he's in his mid fifties. Okay. He's probably not at so at 30, his, 40 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you knew him when he was basically beat cop and now he's yeah. police commissioner. Yeah. And that's the reason Jimmy Two Toes only has two toes. <laughs> <laughs> when he met him, he was Jimmy Eight Toes. <laughs> he know. was still glossy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he comes in and he's like yeah that's the same old gal isn't it yeah I guess I have an age today I'm like you I uh here you brought a monster into my city I don't remember that I mean, you've been living here for 50 years haven't you <laughs> I like your jokes they're real funny you don't want it. you don't want any part of this club and he puts down one of them. He has one of those. He's like, where do I find this? I, I, dead, I, I just yeah. dead eye him. You want to walk away from me? You want me an intimidation check? I'm going to spend my inspiration. Okay. Because this is the most important I, thing you've ever done. I know a debt I cannot repay. <laughs> yeah. That's my bond. It's going away. <laughs> I got a 15. 15? Okay, so yeah, you try and stare him down, and he, the way he's looking back at you, you remember being a helpless kid in front of him. Like, he's still looking at you like that, and even though you're not that kid, but now it's not flight. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ready for you to run, and while he seems surprised that you don't, he is not afraid. Mm-hmm. You are not going to like what happens next if you push me on this. Listen, I'm just. There are three nobles dead because of this thing. There's three nobles dead because of the sound of this. Yes. So we agree. Good. That's not her face. So you can bring me the succubus? I'm so sick and tired of the way you talk. And it's been 40 years. You are after the wrong person. I don't know where she is. And you want to walk away from me. If I just speak up. Yeah. If, if we could bring you just like you guys and, and solve this and it weren't, it, it turned out that maybe it was something different. Would you accept the truth placed before you? If, they, if it makes my problem go away, if you can catch those signs, everyone will be a quick perception check. I don't believe that. Perception? <laughs> Everything I've seen from this guy is like, no, he won't. He's going to go. twisting his wing, and all of a sudden, the bombells stops. He says, I need to know it was the actual succubus. I need a lot of proof. Mm. Mm-hmm. And Augustine is twisting his ring again. And he's like, yeah, if you, and so now roll me in, well, you don't trust him, but you can yeah. still roll me an inside check. Sure. Uh, everyone. Everyone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, critical fail. <laughs> uh, 14. 14? <laughs> yeah. So, 
you know he knows he's lying. The rest of them don't know. But you can tell that he's like, so he says rather confidently that they don't catch that he knows he's lying. Yeah, as long as you bring me proof that it's my succubus, it solves my problem. And I just need my problem to go away. He doesn't need it, Grandma. Okay. Um, well then, I mean, we can try to help. But I don't want bad things happening. So, and if someone, like if you have the wrong person, you want it to be righted, so. Do you need my files? Yes. Yep. Yes, I do. Alright, I'll have them sit. You'll be having dinner here tonight, I understand? Uh, if, if Pastor Augustine will still have us. He says, of course, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Perfect, yeah. Then you're here tonight, and uh, would the files be here before we leave? I'll have them sent over right away. Thank you, Captain. Hey Jim, have you heard that new podcast where those two silly guys talk about D&D? Is that the one where a wizard who is a professional train builder and another wizard who's a caretaker of the legendary fungin and they talk about all things fantasy and D&D? Yeah, yeah, that's it. I have, Sean. I think it's us. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, yeah, I thought it sounded familiar. Greetings, adventurers. We invite you to listen to our podcast, 13-Sided Die. Our goal is to entertain you with our fun and in-depth discussions about D&D Fancy and everything in between. Come sit by the fire. You're safe here. We'll keep watch. We hope you enjoy 13-Sided Die. Available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, he, those guards all leave with the captain. Uh, and Augustine says, shall we retire to the dining room? Uh, I, I'd stay silent. I watch them leave, and then I watch the door. Like, okay. Yes, uh, that's good. So he starts leading the way to the dining room. Yeah. I hang back a little, twist my copper ring. <laughs> <laughs> he looks directly at me. <laughs> I can read this. <laughs> uh, and I whisper to hear it. Should we mess with his mind a bit? Who? With court wizard. You see him as he's leading into the dining room, twisting his own ring. I mean, Schmoozen, but like, it don't really, anything magical is gonna come back tenfold. Yeah. Good point. But I have modified memory and I want to use it! <laughs> um, before it comes up, um, if I remember correctly, the the hat was out of charges. Like, that's the helm? Yeah, the, the helm. I think we used the last one to come here today. Yeah, yeah and we haven't, there hasn't been. There hasn't been a dog. Okay. And you can't make one today. I can't. <laughs> Because it was used too recently. Ugh, so greedy. I'll try to be on like super charming mode tonight. Hmm. But as I want to bring do out potato and leek soup as the first course. Amazing. I love it here. I eat nothing and yeah, I watch it. 
for extended periods of time? I mean, I haven't heard that particular fairy tale, but... Mm. I see. Hide your emotions. I want to do it. Well, and the thing is, there's no way he... So this is something that Kirith would know that for sure. There's no way this man should know anything about a furniture shop or that she was hiding there. Yeah. Renalia was staying at the Silver Griffin Inn mm-hmm. when she talked in. He's got information all of a sudden that he shouldn't have, and you can tell he's trying to lord it over you. Yeah. How did the captain know my name? Oh, your thoughts are an open book to us, Master Seaspray. To him? Or, or did, you, did you tell him? Well, he's been communicating with him the whole time. Yeah, fair. Just didn't think I'd be important enough to come up. As a known acquaintance of a suspected demon? I mean, as an ambassador from the Crucible? Yes. You've always told me you're quite important, Master Caesar. <laughs> Did I say that? You, you were... Yeah, you came to remember you met him uh, through uh, uh, Smooth Branch, yeah. the master of the um, uh, the scriptorium, because you were studying there, and so you met him at a dinner celebrating you and Nally, like you were one of the two important people at that dinner. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't literally say I'm important, though, right? When you went to study at the scriptorium, yes, you presented yourself as. I see. Okay, I, I thought you meant like I walked up to him and I was oh, like, I'm important. No, you said like, I'm, I'm an ambassador and I'm here to learn. I see. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what would it be for me to find a good moment to cast modified memory? <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> one, one will show up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a DC 17 wisdom saving throw. The components are verbal and somatic, so I just make sure there's not a ton of servants in the room. He rolled a one, but he is going to use his ability to choose to re-roll if he doesn't like a dice roll before he's told the results. Okay, <laughs> uh, he has uh, what kind of saving throw is it? Uh, it's a twenty-three to save wow. versus your modified memory. So, how do you try to modify his memory? So, yeah, I guess with this spell, I take a moment and like. I'm playing a song, and I'm going to try to hide it in playing the song. Mm-hmm. And then a, like, deep blue smoke comes out of my pen flutes and goes towards his eyes and his ears, like, trying to get into his brain. 
and I start talking um, to him, or do I know immediately it fails? Uh, <laughs> I'm just reading the spell. On a failed save, the target becomes charmed by you for the duration. So yeah, you can tell he doesn't go into a trance. Yeah. And now it's time to draw initiative. Oh man, sorry guys. It's okay. So most of my spells are gone. That's okay. Grimlock, you have uh, just enjoyed. There's potato in every course of this game. So <laughs> you've just enjoyed some like mushroom stuffed baked potato. Mm. And Olivia tries to cast something. You see the smoke headed him, and he turns to Olivia and glares, and you can tell that he is whatever he's about to do next, he is angry that you just tried to use magic. Uh, I'm gonna go over between the two of them and go. Oh, Olivia, we've talked about this. I'm sorry. Try to diffuse? Yeah. And, like, when I say I'm sorry, I'll, like, put my hand my hand on his shoulder. Okay. Anything else? Uh, if he, like, if he goes to do anything, I'll, like, start feeding him punches. But, like, so for you're now. preparing the action to attack if he... Mm-hmm. Okay. So. He reaches towards um, he reaches towards his chest and he starts grabbing around uh, a chain that is under his robe around his neck mm. and he starts to speak mm. and can as, I counter spell yeah. or do I not have a reaction to my turn it's not you have a reaction it's not a surprise round you took the surprise round uh, yes. so you can roll to counter spell okay I will do it at third level Mage armor means like as your punch is coming, he just 
shifts to the side because he sees it before you know you're throwing it. Neat. And that's, it's, yeah, his version of Major. He sees your punch before you realize what you're doing. Cool. And as he speaks, he says, for the safety of the city and so that we can prove her innocence, you must bring me Nalia Ithorao. Everyone roll me a savings throw, a wisdom savings throw. Uh, advantage versus charm? Yes. Fantastry. Mm-hmm. 18. 24. Oh my god. Six? Grimlock, you realize that if you went and got Nalia and brought her here, mm. he'd clear her name. Like, that's all it would take. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that like, sounds like a good idea. Reasonable. Yeah. Do I know where she is? Yeah, she's in the basement of Alphase in her, yeah. in her, uh, in her Heidi hut where divination magic can't find her because <laughs> Olivia actually prepared her so she couldn't be caught <laughs> without realizing it. Yes, I did. Like, I, Riley, know that. Does Grimlock know that? Yeah, Grimlock. No, that's where we teleported yeah, where you when came in. Right, yeah. okay. So, yeah, Grimlock. So, yeah, Grimlock, you're charmed to believe that if you just brought her here, you'd mm. instantly declare her innocent and everything would be fine. Mm. And uh, when I, like, went to punch his throat and this, like, you, you got something on your... <laughs> you try to pass it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, so, you guys... Can both you guys see that Grimlock's like, oh yeah, with this guy? But now it is uh, Kirit's turn. Okay. Um, Grimlock is using magic. Clear your mind or whatever monks do. I'm lightning. (laughs) (laughs) This guy is getting lit up. (laughs) Like, uh, You stupid idiot. Who doesn't prepare counterspell? <laughs> <laughs> so I, holding my, I'm about to use Plague of Insects and then realize yeah. we're all kind of in a small room. And yeah. That's a lot. And then I reach into my pouch and hold up and touch the stone and yeah. shoot lightning. Point with the other hand. <laughs> shoot lightning at him. Yeah. And so yeah, it's a, and it's purple tinted lightning whenever it comes oh, up sky fire oh, 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 that's so dope. <laughs> so. So he must make a dexterity savings though, correct? You're using lightning bolt? I am using uh... I'm just going to use chain lightning because it automatically does more. Does he have... Uh, Disadvantage, I am holding him. No. Okay. You are, in fact, like action of holding. Gotcha. Um, yeah, dexterity saving throw. Okay. And three bolts now means we can jump into as many as, to as many as three other creatures, but I don't have to. Yeah. He has a 10 to save, and his ability to reroll that has not yet recharged. We're killing this man because he knows where my best Nalia is, guys. Sometimes you do have to do a murder. 
We were actually getting along for once, damn it. No, we weren't. He was spying on our brains the whole time. He was just pretending to get along. He was using detect thoughts, and as long as he just checks campus thoughts, you don't get a saving throw. And normally, if you ask someone questions, they will think of the answer, even if they're choosing to lie. Fair. I honestly thought that he did that before, and that's why I didn't Mm -hmm. No, because he didn't know until he actually talked you guys about Mm -hmm. 38 lightning damage. 38 lightning damage. He is a very badly burned. So yeah, you guys see Kirith shoot purple lightning. Uh, anything else you'd like to do, Kirith? You have a bonus action and a move still. <laughs> no. Alright, Olivia, it's your turn. I will... So I had my pan boots up, and I tried to counterspell him. I will now try casting sleep at third level, because you said he very hurt. Okay, roll your dice for how many hit points you put to sleep. That's uh, so a third level. It's five feet. Now I need up to the eggs. He just still has mine. I'm sad. No. <laughs> So 5d8 is the amount you roll at level 1. Oh, okay. Uh, additional 2d8. So 4 more. So what did I just say? 17. 17. 17. 17. Plus 11 is 8. Plus 4 is 32. 32. He slumps to sleep. Yeah. And we should leave. So you realize... He knows Nelly is hiding the found thing, and he played with his ring just as Claude Bonvalier is leaving. Mm-hmm. Or Claude Bonvalier. Mm-hmm. But he's also the only person that is going to tr- that is going to get that information about the dragon too. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to leave him alive, but there is every chance that but Claude is on the way. Yeah. Yep. We need to get back. So you guys are charging out of here too. Um, Grimlock, just say you have to go to the bathroom. We're gonna dimension door. I, I'm gonna jump out a window and turn into a bird. Alright. <laughs> I can get there real here. fast. Oh, no one will suspect the pigeon. Actually, yeah, you climb out of your real dimension door out of here because if the servants don't see us leave, maybe somebody will think we died in this. Oh, and then and then we can go get Nalia because it's such a, such a good idea. And then. And, no. Oh, wait, no, it's not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you take them off. They're like, clear your mind. <laughs> so now I'm going to use Dimension Door to get Verlock and I off the grounds. Okay, so you guys leave the eye. So we're going to call it here as you are running down the street and Kira is flying over ahead. I assume, Kira, you're not waiting for them. No. So this is, this is yeah. the, this is my nightmare, guys. This is the nightmare. And, uh... <laughs> Grimlock, I'm going to ask, are you waiting for Olivia? Because you run so fast as a monk that you can probably keep up to cure if you leave Olivia behind. Even even though I'm going as the crow flies. You're going as the crow flies, but you know what monks are. <laughs> yeah, he is also going as the crow yeah. flies up walls and across <laughs> the roof. Parkour, parkour. He's <laughs> from rooftop to rooftop. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I believe yes, should I go with you? You head there as quick as possible. I'm pretty useless. I'm basically out of spells. I'm going to jump out the window. Well, no, well she's she's dimension dimension you mentioned our new light. Oh, I like, see. Okay. Outside, <laughs> it, like it's 500 feet, you can yeah. get most of the way to the city walls, like yeah. the inner walls. Oh, okay. So yeah. that way, it doesn't, when the servants come in and he's a bird, but asleep, <laughs> and we're just gone, nobody <laughs> left his left his house. They don't know how you left. Uh, yeah. Before we go, uh, I can lock that door indefinitely. Mm-hmm. I need to Okay, uh, I'm gonna use the key that I got from the uh, from the um, the fair. Okay. To cast a uh, arcane lock. Yeah, arcane lock on the door. I'm assuming there's one door. <laughs> yeah, uh, there'd be multiple doors on the dining room because it'd be the door uh, from the guest entry to and then the door to the kitchen. Never mind. <laughs> okay, so we don't do that. We just right. dimension door out, and then you can start parkouring. And I'll leisurely walk through the city so that people aren't like, what the hell is going on? Why are you running? Hmm. People just see this fancy dwarf run by, and then, yeah, like, I assume you guys are, he's running across the rooftops kind of like Assassin's Creed style. Yep. And then you're the pigeon. I, I'm just assuming pigeon is the first bird you think of. <laughs> <laughs> and probably, like, in Kira's mind, it's like, no, something like intimidating and badass, like a crow or a raven. It's like, ah, oh, no, pigeon. Yeah. That's the first thing, or, I don't know, what's fast? Let's go. Yeah. You know, if you were a duck, you could also be a boat. Par- pigeons, par- carry pigeons, they're so fast. <laughs> so yeah, you guys are running through the nighttime streets, and uh, that's where we'll pick it up next time. Sick. Cool. Fugitives. Yeah, unexpected. 